Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. From all of us in the writing community, we just think you're amazing because you put your heart and soul into everything you talk about on this amazing show. The podcast has over 50,000 listeners every month. I love coming on your show and I love talking about it. Oh my God, I finally get to speak about it. Talk about all the things that I've been with by myself for so long. I mean, you provide that opportunity to so many of us and, you know, always are an amazing host. We chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. But most of all, we have real conversations and we have a laugh. I'm feeling sick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here and sharing the journey. Welcome to another episode of Words and Nerds, where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears. I'm your host, Danny V. Joining me today, I'm super excited because I'm actually in the Booktopia headquarters recording this today. Um, the running joke is it's made of gold. It's not a lie. It's completely true. Um, and we're getting foot massages as we do this interview. It's just incredible. Uh, joining me today is Sarah McDueling, Category Manager of Kids and YA, and Nick Wasiliev, host of Tell Me What to Read from Booktopia. How are you, Sarah, my soulmate? Oh, Danny, <laughs> light of my life. I'm good. I'm just waiting for someone to deliver my peeled grapes oh. in the Solid Gold podcast yes. studio. I'm waiting for my full lobster, which is going to be awkward to eat on a podcast. We'll but I'll crack on. Work. We'll make it work. <laughs> Nick, how are you? It's so good to be here with you in your studio. I know. My podcast weird. It's, I know. We're, well, you're very welcome. It's nice to have you here as a guest. And I love that you two just had a moment as like as I was just watching you from the side. There was just a, a look of just... I just have oh. hard eyes whenever I see I, Danny. I, I know. It's it. true. Whenever Danny... Whenever... whenever the discussion of Danny is brought up. It makes my heart sing. It does. It's, it's a love true. story. It is a love it's story. It's a true love story. And look, thank you guys. You know, you ticked off a massive bucket list for me, pulling up to Booktopia, my massive pile of books and signing them. So bucket list ticked. And thank you all to thank for that. Imagine being responsible for ticking off someone's bucket list. It's a big deal. I'm flattered. My heart. I mean, me too. But, deal. but we are thanking you as the author. Yes, we're thanking you for coming here because if you were, if you guys weren't coming here, we wouldn't have a job. So I, I appreciate you. Marshall. opening my own book. You're like, you don't open your own books. You're like, the talent. Okay. You're the talent. We do it for you. Didn't <laughs> straight you don't open books. Didn't have to smack me. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what's hot in the book room? Oh my god, there is so much going on right now in the in the book world and I mean for this podcast we're talking about, you know, exciting releases yes. for the uh, for the remainder of 2022. And my god, there are so many exciting books. Um so I'll be covering the world of of you know, non-fiction lifestyle in this and we have a couple of books that are very exciting. And the very first one that I want to talk about is a certain book that was announced a couple of days ago at the time of recording from a certain Michelle Obama. Ooh. Which is The Light We Carry. If you haven't heard of Michelle Obama, first off who are you? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back from Mars. Yeah, so effectively. Uh, but, you know, of course, everyone, in addition to being the first lady and also just being a Amazing. genuine badass in general in yes. life. Um, she's also, of course, uh, you know, a best-selling author already with her book Becoming, of course, being a massive hit. And this one, she talks about essentially sharing practical wisdom, wisdom and powerful strategies for, you know, staying hopeful and balanced in today's extremely uncertain world. So Very relevant. <laughs> extremely relevant. So, you know, there's she asks, like, from what we've seen from the descriptions that we've had of this book, of course, all of these books that we're talking about, we haven't had the chance to check out, but just for us... Yeah, they're all bo- in the future. They're all I in the future. That means we misunderstood the reef. Like, <laughs> did you want us to There's talk no about... There's no reef here. <laughs> just, what are you ex- 
excited about. This is just called this the is pr- yeah. episode of enthusiasm. This it's is excitement. A, a look forward. We've all yeah. just, um, I know it's only July, but uh, we've all just been like through Christmas presentations to see mm-hmm. what's coming out. This is so hype. consider this. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a hype. It's, it's a hype reel. Right? Here's totally. what's coming. We haven't read most of them. There's no rules. But we're yeah. excited about them. <laughs> yeah. But what you can expect, I think, from, you know, from this new book from Michelle is, you know, she's honest, she's frank, she's to the point, she does not mess around. And so she asks, she's already planning on asking questions like, how do we build enduring and honest relationships? Um, you know, how can we discover strength and community despite, you know, the differences that, you know, are, you know, are prevalent in the world today? And also what tools can we use to address, you know, feelings of self doubt or, you know, lack of trust in ourselves, you know, and I, I love the sound of this book. Yeah, it sounds absolutely it. amazing. And you know, it's going to be, you know, she's got a lot to say and she has a lot to talk about. So I'm super excited for that one. Um, the next one in terms of nonfiction that I'm particularly excited about is a book by a certain author. People may know her as the holistic psychologist, um, Dr. Nicole LaPera. Um, and her book is called How to Meet Yourself, mm. um, which is the name of it. So of course... That. Uh, for me, I myself, I've dealt with a lot of mental health issues in the past. It's a, it's a, you know, prevalent part of you know my life, but also many other people's mm. lives as well. And she's the author of, uh, she's, uh, you know, the holistic psychologist Nicole is also the author of the book How to Do the Work, which, uh, which did really, really well when it came out. Um, and essentially, this book has been pitched to us as the essential roadmap to empowering your future self. I love that. And We're, meeting yourself. I love and that. meeting your future self. I read self. this meme, like, this is going to change your life, right? But I read this meme that said, if you were asked what your favourite things were, how long would it take before you said yourself? Mm. Oh, it probably wouldn't even occur to you me. Wouldn't, you wouldn't even think about it. No. <laughs> and you should. Of course you should. I mean, it would go Danny <laughs> and then books <laughs> and then chocolate, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Great order. Yeah. If anyone else has the same order, <laughs> let me know. Um, but in this book, Nicole basically talks about, you know, that – Humans are creatures of habit. They have patterns. They have cycles. And, you know, we go through, you know, and often we can be our own undoing in terms of, you know, self-destruction. But, um, you know, but there is the ability to show up every day. There's the ability to, you know, to have those patterns no longer define you Mm. um, in terms of what you want to achieve. And essentially within this book, she's aiming to basically provide exercises, prompts, and also just be compassionate to your like to yourself but also and you know where where do i start what can i do to improve myself is the angle that this book seems oh, to be taking i love this i want to read it now yeah <laughs> and so she talks about things from i think it's you know there'd be a lot of stuff about mindfulness being mm. you know there present in the moment sleep she thought she's covering sleep to movement to eating you know and above all, probably, you know, finding joy mm. in who you are as a person. So I'm sold. S- yeah. Super excited for this one. Send me three. Shall do. Shall You're do. You're going to meet yourself three times. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and the final, the final book for nonfiction to be excited about uh, for this for this upcoming year is a, a book by, an, uh, you know, a female author who is just making waves for her no-nonsense approach and representation of women who have been affected by domestic violence. Of course, I'm talking about the 2021 Australian of the Year, Grace, yep, Tame, Grace Tame, who is dropping a book, The Ninth Life of a Diamond Miner. Wow. Um, this book, you know, she... Grace is interesting. Like she is such a, an incredible so character. Keen to read yeah. it. This one, this one. I mean, you just mentioned her name now, and she is she does not take prisoners. She is honest and to the point um, with you know challenging issues in our society yeah. that exist around people who are affected by sexual assault and domestic violence. Yeah. Um, you know, she has been affected her her whole her life by by this trauma like that, 
And she has also, you know, subsequently, is, you know, when stepping into the public arena to, to speak out against this stuff and saying, hey, we need to do something about this. There is so much to say in not only the fact that of what she's talking about, but also the response yeah. that she has often gotten. Yeah. The fact that she is viewed as a divisive figure, yeah. I think, is, is just so... It's, it's- yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Like, yeah. this woman who's starting these conversations to protect other women and she's criticised. Exactly. For it. Like, what? She's just, she's direct and what? she's passionate. And, like you said, she doesn't hold back any punches. And the interesting thing about this book, I feel, is that I think it's going to be like her. It's going to be unexpected. Mm. It's going to yeah. be like, um, you know, when you're talking about a memoir from people like figures. Mm. Um, you, you have an idea in your head of what that book looks like. Like, yeah. usually it has a picture of the person and, you know, like, memoirs look a certain way. Yeah, yeah, they do. Mm. I challenge you all to just jump online and yeah. look oh, at Grace okay. Tame's book because mm-hmm. it doesn't look like a standard memoir. It's just like, so good. You wouldn't it's not going it to be a standard yeah. memoir. I think it's going to – I don't think any of us really know what it's going to be, but it's going to be amazing. Wow. When, you know, when she came into the public eye, of course, like, she, it was the catalyst for, you know, a tidal wave of – conversation but also a call to action and hopefully an action that will be executed upon by you know not just people in power but by society as at large of like saying we ain't we need to be better with this absolutely and Um, just what you said sarah about mm. you know she gets criticism for some from some parts of society for being you know direct and honest because she's a woman yeah 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 I don't know for however many generations. It's not the expected um, behaviour of a woman, Sarah. No, we've been (laughs) been trained by millennia of coming at things sideways politely, right? So, like, um, apologising. Yeah, Mm. yeah, but. It's definitely a book that everyone should check out, um, and it's one that we're going to be watching with a lot of interest. Let's the ninth read it one. together. At the, the ninth same life time. of a diamond miner is what is what is called book club. Yeah, and so those are in terms of non-fiction space is what awesome. is particularly exciting that about the remainder of this year. Sarah, what's hot in the book room? Okay, well I'm talking about kids and fiction. Do you want me to talk about fiction first or kids first? Surprise me. We will talk <laughs> about kids first. Um, it's my area. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm going to probably do I'm going to probably pull a bit of a Danny here and just like have a long list of things that I mentioned. Do it. I won't go because I want to fit in so many. I won't go too in depth, but I will just give you a quick like yeah, little taste perfect. of plate. Here are some of the books that are going to be, you know, the biggest ones this Christmas. Mm. They'll be on my Christmas shopping list. They're the ones I'm looking most forward to coming out over the next couple of months. First one is the illustrated Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. So you know the illustrated series of Harry Potter? We're up to Order of the Phoenix. It's like 576 pages long, and you know the size of these books. Oh, my God. When a book that, it's like heavy. It's a tome. (laughs) It's a brick. Yeah, it's a big, like they just keep getting bigger and bigger, obviously, because the books do, Mm. as the book, like the books get longer as the series goes on. But these are illustrated. It's stunning, gorgeous. Like, Mm. I don't think I even need to say anything. We Mm. all know what what they look like, and that one's going to be... A, we've already got so many pre-orders. It's, like, wow. a big one for the year. This is a totally different type of book, but I'm equally excited about it. It's not even a new release. It's a re-release. This book was originally published in 1981. Wow. And it is called Need a House, Call Miss Mouse. Jenny, are you familiar with it? No. So I wasn't either. I'd never seen it, but um, it's coming through Alan and Unwin, and the story of how this book is is being republished is really cool. Um, there were two two people at um, Alan and Unwin who I can't name because I don't know who they are. I just know, 
I just know. I thought you couldn't name them because it was secret. <laughs> no, no. I just I, I was told this story from our Alan and Unwin rap, and and I, all I know is that they were really into this book. It was a favorite of their childhood, and they kept talking about you know remember that book, remember Miss Mouse, remember how great it is. It's this beautifully illustrated in a very 1980s style about an architect mouse. Um, who and you know it's cross section so like there's all these old re- retro style wow. like 80s style houses cross sectioned off Love really retro. detailed um, super detailed little illustrations and it's amazing and they're like remember it oh it was so good like it, why did it ever go out of print and then they investigated it and found that people were selling them on eBay for like a huge amount of money wow. like hundreds of dollars for a copy of this out of print book from 1981 called Need a House Call Miss Mouse and they were they were like I wonder like if people are willing to pay that much money for this on eBay, like maybe it should be republished. And then it turned out um, that they tracked down the rights and now have republished it and now it's coming out and we've already got pre-orders and there's obviously a lot of people who grew up with this book. Nostalgia is powerful. Yeah, people who if they were kids in the 80s are, you know, brilliant in their 30s and 40s now. That's yep, math, right? Yeah, that's so like that's math. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so they're they're parent age, and they're like, I need that book. So wow, it's gorgeous. I've flipped through it so many times. You've got to look at it. I like will. you've just got to look at it. It's a delight. I'll be buying it. Um, yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I've Add already pre-ordered. Add that to my list. I mentioned the pre-orders. <laughs> Add to cart. <laughs> Add to cart. <laughs> yeah. Need a house. Call me Mouse by George Mendoza and Doris Susan Smith. Uh, originally published in 1981. Uh, moving along, <laughs> there's a picture book coming uh, from Randa Abdel Fattah and Maxine Benima Clark. Mm. I don't know if you've yes. have you seen this one. It's um, Eleven Words for Love, and this is such a gorgeous picture book. Like I got, I got actual like I, I had so many emotions when <laughs> I was flipping through the pages. I was like, this is a beautiful book, and what it does is it goes through 11 of the Arabic words for love. Oh, wow. Because apparently there are over, I think, 50, 50 oh, words wow. to describe love in Arabic. Gorgeous. There's all different kinds of love. It's like the love you can have for your sister, or mm. it's the love you have for a best friend, or like different types of love, different degrees of love, 50 words. This book goes through 11 of them with gorgeous oh. illustrations by Maxine Beniba Clark. It's beautiful. I love that because a lot yeah. of the times we talk about love as romantic love, but there are so many other There's types of so love. so many types of love. Gorgeous. And they're all beautiful and they're mm. all powerful. And this book shows us 11 of them. Oh, I love it. I feel like there's going to be a sequel. <laughs> oh, I, well, they've got more words to Yeah, I mean, like up. you've got 50 words to, yeah. to play with right. there. Yeah, like you're only coming at 11. You've bring got, me more. Bring you more. It's so lovely. And I just feel like it's so gifty. Like mm. yes, the perfect book gift. to give if you have a friend who's had a baby. Yeah. It's a picture book everyone should have. I think it's going to go nuts. Mm. Um, love it. And it should because it's gorgeous. <laughs> and then the next one, I'm going to briefly say, I, I feel like I don't even need to say much. I could, I couldn't, I could just not even tell you anything about the book and say there's a new Nova Wheatman coming. Oh, and you could just be like, oh, that. amazing. Add to cut. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> but I will say a bit. A bit. So, so I love Nova. there's a new Nova so Wheatman coming. Yeah. It is called the Jammer. It is about a girl who's into like roller derby. Ooh. So it's all about roller skating and stuff. This uh, Danny will. You had as me a, at yeah. roller derby. Don't yeah. ask me to do any tricks. Mm. I'm very excited for it. I haven't got a copy yet, but I'm 
It's one, of, it's one of the ones that I'm like, I'm going to read that so fast. Yes. As soon as it arrives, I'll probably just stop working. That's it. <laughs> I'm not working, everyone. Yeah, this is, this is work-related. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm going home <laughs> with this book. <laughs> Next one, I feel like I probably – I think maybe you may have read it or if you haven't read it, I know that you will have heard of it. It's called A Girl Called Corpse by Reese Carter. Yes. Reese Carter, famous as the garden apothecary, already has like a – pretty big following and is very popular man about the world right mm. um and now is an author of middle grade fiction a girl called corpse is a little bit tim burtony it's a little bit kind of reminds me of neil gaiman it's kind of a sprinkle of neil gaiman a sprinkle of a, a tim burton movie and just like a whole lot of reese carter which is an yeah. amazing recipe I mean, like, it's like, yeah it's gorgeous it's like one of the most surprising and most beautiful middle grade fiction books I've read in ages. I just was so charmed by it. It's spooky and weird and glorious and full of um, all the emotions <laughs> and like... Charmed is a good word for that book because yeah. I feel that same way too. Yeah, yeah. it's just whimsical and yeah, I gorgeous. Know, I, really, I really love it. So that's another one on my list of big ones. Another <laughs> one, nearly there, nearly there with kids. Um, <laughs> Booksellers Apprentice by Amelia Law. The follow-up to the grandest bookshop in the world that came out, I think it's two years ago now. Is, that is it been two years? Wow. Unless I'm hallucinating and it's only No, no, mine. it feels what like... What is time? What is time? It's, yeah. all, it's all been... The last few years have all Some amount one. of years ago. Yeah, all blended <laughs> Perhaps into one. Perhaps one, I think two. We had the grandest bookshop in the world, which was just... It came out at Christmas time. It was a huge success. Gorgeous book that was like a kind of fantastical, but based on a real story of the Coles Arcade bookstore in Melbourne. And this is a prequel to it. It's equally gorgeous. I haven't read it yet, but I'm super excited to read it. And that's... that's Sorry, I'm really distracted because we just took a selfie. Hey, everyone, we just took a selfie. See, that was in the natural. <laughs> it's funny, you can see the selfie on, on, uh, on the Words and Nerds socials later and you'll be like, oh, this I is the moment. Have, like, I, I don't have any game, right? Like, I can't, I can't do two things at once, so I'm, like, posing. <laughs> I was like, this won't distract anyone. Wrong. <laughs> see how the words just stopped coming out of my mouth? Keep this I in, keep this in. I love it. It was a mistake. I can't do two things at once. I'm like, if, but that was great. So, Cute sorry. selfie, though. If it suddenly felt... If it's suddenly seemed like I forgot how to talk. It's because I was busy did. trying to have a cute smile. Um, and you do have a very cute smile in selfie. So. Oh, thanks, Danny. Un- unlocked. <laughs> Two more. Very quickly, Nina Kenwood, Unnecessary Drama. Nina Kenwood's uh, It Sounded Better in My Head, which I think is, that was a 2019 release, was one of my favourite, favourite, favourite young adult books um, ever when it came out and continues to be years later one of my favorite favorite ever uh young adult books i loved it so much unnecessary drama is her second book it's coming out i think next month it's um i haven't i've started it i haven't finished it i've loved what i've read so far um I had to just like stop reading stuff because work. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they're, they're that's like, that's that's too true. That yeah. comment. <laughs> like, oh, I, I can't read anything until we finish forecasting Christmas. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> but so yeah, but I just I absolutely I'm in love with the the main character of this book. She's one of those people who's very like, you know, everyone has that friend who's the one who always organizes everything, mm. who the one who like collects money for group presents and like has spreadsheets and is always organised and always remembers everything. It's her. She's That's the main character. And she moves into a house with a bunch of um, housemates and, you know, life doesn't go according to plan. And I, I'm, I'm in love with it. I love Lena, Nina Kenwood's writing. I think she's 
so talented, so amazing. Very excited about that one. Last kids book is the Heartstopper yearbook. <laughs> Did you both watch Heartstopper? Yes. It was amazing. It was Danny. beautiful. <laughs> I'm shaking my head and I'm getting judged. No, no, <laughs> no. no. There's, so many books, there's so many shows out there now the, uh, nowadays. I don't judge yeah. anything. Yeah. I'm just jealous because it means that it's still in I your get future. To watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So Heartstopper exploded in book world. Like as soon it was already massive. Like it was already a top seller, the graphic novel series and the novel series. But when the show dropped on Netflix, I couldn't believe what happened. Like it is my best the Heartstopper graphic novels are the best selling books of the year so far for me. And coming up in October is the Heartstopper yearbook, which has more pre orders than any other kids book at the moment. Like People are just ordering this like it's there's hot. no tomorrow. It doesn't come out for yeah. months and they're like, wow. I don't care. Take my money. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've only seen a few internals for it. I haven't seen the whole finished thing, but it basically works like a kind of behind the scenes look at the story. It's like literally like a yearbook for all the kids from Heartstopper. Mm. So it's just a lot of extra fun content, little like articles about the kids and um you know, photos, and I'm I'm doing air quotes when I say photos because <laughs> they're illustrations. So, but illustrations like photos, and mm-hmm. it's like a beautiful yearbook for Nick and Charlie and the whole gang from Heartstopper. And it's going to be, it's already massive. It's going to be it. huge when it's out, and that is kids wow. from now until December. Well, we're going to give you a minute, <laughs> and then I'm going to I want to ask Nick a question. I've got a burning question for Nick, and we'll come mm. back to and do fiction. Mm-hmm. Nick, I want to hear about book talk. I feel like I know that it's big and yes. I don't know much else. <laughs> it's interesting. Well, it's, I'm glad that we've, we've, you've talked, we've talked Heartstopper because... Heartstopper's big time big mm-hmm. book shock. Because everyone is always like, a whole bunch of people, I think, you know, in the world of, of, of books, I think we're talking about the online space. Book talk has kind of become a huge, big, massive deal, yeah. um, especially for younger generations of people getting into reading. T- to give you a context of, of how many hits book talk gets. So for context for people who do not know, BookTok is essentially a hashtag or a, or a comment or a name that is on TikTok and uh, basically a platform where you can create a video of your choice and you can essentially talk about any subject of, that you like. And BookTok, to give you a sense of how much it's exploded this year, in May there were 45 billion hits for, on TikTok <laughs> like across the platform. By June, it was 65 billion. I did not expect you to say billion. 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 I'm saying... <laughs> I expected million. million. No, billion. billion. just made my head explode. Yeah, so there's... so so. Um, but what I'm even more, even more excited about, like just nuts about is, you know, in two months it had gone from 45 billion to, to 65 wow. billion. So there's been... The discussion of books um, on TikTok is so fascinating. Additionally, a lot of... You know, it's also being driven predominantly by a lot of young people. Mm. So... Particularly in the YA space, particularly particularly, in romance. particularly mm. romance, the fantasy space. If you essentially are an author and your book goes big on TikTok mm. or, or on BookTok, reprint. Re- yeah, well, I mean, like, of course, that's the the publisher way of looking at it. Um, of course, they have no choice; they have to. Yeah, overnight, they will have sold through. Like everything that exists in the world, phenomenal. But for anyone who is listening, like like you see books that are that get absolutely huge off the back of 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 book talk. So you know, uh, you know, Tara Jenkins read the seven the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Uh, Seven wives. Have I I just had a moment? Seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Okay, God, I just just, (laughs) my life was a lie for a minute. 
um, but also Colleen Hoover's books as well. Mm. Um, it's actually also led to the discovery of some books that have, you know, previously might have, you know, been slept on a little bit. Um, it's such a, a fantastic, exciting I space. I love how it's riven, driven by readers. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, not, it's not driven by publicity or marketing or what people are telling you what to read. It Well, kind of it is, but it's driven from the other side. It's, it's, it's driven by reader interest yeah. or, but more specifically, fantastic. people recommending other people. Yeah. Uh, books. Beautiful, uncontrollable tidal wave of Love it. passionate book people Perfect. and like and it's so funny for to so pre-pandemic we were we were noticing i remember being in the office and being like why is we were liars a book that got published like i don't yeah. know like seven or so years ago at the time in, in 2018 or 2019 would have been 20 2019 yeah 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 I'm like why, why is, is it suddenly back? selling so much That's book amazing. <laughs> and we trace it back to tiktok and we were like I didn't even know about the book talk at that yeah. point. I'm just like, oh, it's a TikTok thing. And then we just started seeing all these TikTok things. And, you know, like when you're like an old lady on, not on TikTok doing your book buying job and you're just like, oh, TikTok. Like you're just like, <laughs> right. You're like, I get it. I, yeah. It's TikTok. It's it's kind of like with um, some of the books Amazing. that sell really well that I don't understand, like Friday Nights at Freddy's and things that I'm like, I know it's big and it's got something to do with video games. Like yeah, cult <laughs> following. Yeah. Fortnite, video games. <laughs> Like you just you you sort of understand it, but you don't really understand yeah. it. But it just got, it grew to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I guess I have to get TikTok. <laughs> and then we were like talking to publishers about TikTok, and now so finally, like sense. here we are in 2022, and the whole world seems to have finally woken up yeah, to the fact it's important that for TikTok the is driving industry. amazing book sales. <laughs> Sarah, fiction hit me. So we've got a new Jane Harper coming. Mm. It's called The Exiles. Oh. It is uh, Aaron Falk. So um, for anyone who may not have read a Jane Harper, A, like, what are you doing with your life? And B, um, she became famous for The Dry, which was Aaron Falk 1. Uh, Force of Nature is Aaron Falk 2. She's had a few standalone books that were amazing, and now she's returned to Aaron Falk 2 with The Exiles. Wow. I cannot wait to get my hands on a copy of that book. Oh. It is amazing. The second one I'm going to talk about, well, it will be amazing. I can say it is amazing because I know it will be. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just going to get my tenses correct because I have not at this point read it. Second one is a TikTok one. So a huge trending author on uh, BookTok is Colleen Hoover. Mm -hmm. One of her absolute most trending books, and I shudder to think how many billions are on this hashtag, is It Ends With Us. Oh, like over two billion. I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. huge. It, it, like if you would look it up on TikTok, all you'll just see is like videos of people crying because It Ends With Us makes people cry. It's a really emotional love story. It touches on themes of domestic abuse about a woman who has to sort of work through a toxic relationship to get to a good relationship and it took the world by storm so that was it 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 ends with us and what's coming out shortly in between now and christmas i can't remember when it's coming is it begins with us wow. yeah, yeah it so starts with us yeah it starts with us thank you oh my god i'm like losing my mind um so that's coming coho it's a whole big thing I haven't yet read It Ends With Us, but I feel like it's time, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's time. When a book becomes this much of a juggernaut, I need to Absolutely. read it and I need to find out what's going on with it. Okay, and the last fiction book that I'm going to talk about is the upcoming Seven Skins of Esther Wilding Ooh. by Holly Ringland. I can't wait to read this book. The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart remains one of my favourite, favourite books. And this one, um, it's very large. It's a very big book. But it, and it's also a very beautiful book, inside and out, I'm, I'm sure. It's like one of those books that has a lot of like illustrations and extra, not illustrations, but like photos and things mm -hmm. are involved throughout it. And I'm like 
super excited to read that. Wow, sounds amazing. And those are just three of the many, many exciting fiction mm. books. And that we've got out three more to go, Nick. Lifestyle. Yes. Lifestyle. So let's talk about, you know, cooking life, mm. you know, f- focusing on those sort of things. And we'll start in the kitchen um, because there are so many. We're hungry. Well, I'm so hungry. Um, but there are there are a lot of fantastic kitchen uh, cooking books and stuff. And cooking and, you know, all that exploded during, you know, during yeah. the time of lockdown. So yeah. Sourdough bread, everyone made it. Absolutely. <laughs> so so the first one for, you know, for these for the final three books we'll talk about today is Ottolenghi Test Kitchen. So if anyone, of course, if if you don't know, you know, who Ottolenghi is, first of all, do go check it out. He is like honestly incredible. His team is absolutely amazing and they have really pushed the boundaries of creative cooking and, um, you know, things that you can do in the kitchen in brand new ways. With this brand new book, Extra Good Things, uh, from his his test, uh, Test Kitchen series, basically he's trying to look at very flavor-packed meal, uh, you know, flavor-packed dishes and all, and kind of add that extra something to your next meal. So it's basically like, uh, you know, examining, you know, basic meals that you can make in the kitchen, but adding something mm, extra to it. Love it. Um, and it's even rounded off with an extra, you know, one basics for desserts as well. So it enables you to adapt desserts and things that you you have favorites for. Um, and it's, of course, done it in absolute Ottolini style. So highly recommended. Mm, get on the Test Kitchen um, series. Um, second book, of course, is from... An absolute favourite, uh, Julia Bushill and Nishimura, um, the book Around the Table, Delicious Food for Every Day. Um, now, who, if anyone is not familiar with Julia, uh, go first of all, go, go onto her Instagram and follow her at Julia Ostro. Um, we absolutely love her. Her cooking is amazing. And she really kind of celebrates simple ingredients, but also seasonal produce. Mm-hmm. So produce, you know, that for the time of year that is that it is in that it is ripe and ready to go. And her latest book, which kind of draws from her Japanese family, but also her Maltese heritage, you know, talks about you know, uh, focusing on, you know, bringing food together for, for, uh, no matter the time of year, effectively. Um, you know, recipes ranging from, you know, very quick, simple recipes, but also ones that, you know, uh, for busy weeknights, but there's also summer feasts. Basically, it's a dish to match the perfect mm, time and place. That. So absolutely recommended around the table. Um, it's an absolute popular one. And go and follow her on Instagram. Absolutely recommended. And then finally, mm-hmm. our last book. Drum roll. The last book is from a certain person called Jimmy Reese. Mm. You may have heard of him if you're, if you're Jimmy not. Jimmy Giggle. Jimmy Giggle. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I was about to say Jimmy Giggle Very from you know, ABC Kids, Giggle and Hoot. You know, he the put equivalent. us to sleep every night for many years. <laughs> um, he has a book called The Guy Who Decides. Mm. And it's a, it's kind of a, you know, he, he asked the question I love. And I'm just going to let he, the actual description of the book tell this one. He says, have you ever wondered who made the call on imperial measurements, collective nouns for animals, horoscopes and Olympic sports? What were they thinking? And why do parents insist on naming their children after cities, cars and smoothie ingredients? <laughs> the guy who decides expands upon Jimmy's hilarious videos, which, of course, go check them out online. Yes. On TikTok. So <laughs> Lamp- funny. Yes, exactly. Lampooning the absurd conventions and rules of our modern world um, from, you know, through the outlandish characters of the guy who decides. Um, go to, from, from Brian to Byron Bay and beyond. Be prepared to meet a bunch of Australians who are as funny and scary as they are uproaringly familiar. Wow. It's going to be so funny. Mm. All those books just sound so amazing. I'm so glad I asked about what's coming out in the future and the trends because mm-hmm. it's really cool to be excited about what's coming out, right? Yeah. My brain is now buzzing going, oh, my goodness, which do I need to get in my cart right wish now? List, what do I need Spoiler, to put it's, uh, it's going to be a busy couple of months. And who am I? You know, I think I've just done my Christmas shopping in my head. Yeah. <laughs> just to what you've done, like, oh, that would be good for mum and that would be good for this person. So thank you. Just done my Christmas shopping. You're welcome. And I usually do it on the 24th of December. So thank you so 
so You're much. really ahead of things this year. <laughs> really? I'm just killing it. I haven't bought them yet. It's all in my head still. <laughs> it is July. <laughs> Killing it. Um, Look, thank you so much, not only for this episode and all your amazing insights, which you always have, but, you know, for listeners, I've been here since about 1.30 today and we've just had an amazing, really fun day and just doing everything. We've done our own TikTok. We did some book signing. We've done three podcasts. We We fit in. We fit in the fun. (laughs) Plus foot massages. Plus Plus foot massages. massages, A a little secret tour of Booktopia out the back, which was phenomenally exciting for book nerds like me. Um, So thank you so much. You've been amazing hosts. Thank you for inviting me here. Thank you for letting me do my own podcast in your studio. <laughs> absolutely. And just thank you, most of all, just for being um, absolutely top human. So, oh, oh thank shock. you, Danny. <laughs> thank you, Danny. Appreciate it so much. And we'll do it again soon. Yeah. Yes. Next book. 